Hey everyone, this is the Loose Cannon, David McBee, and welcome back to another exciting edition of This is the XFL 2020, and I guess you could say now, this was the XFL 2020. Unfortunately, this season has come to an end uh, thanks to the coronavirus, which has pretty much shut down sports across the entire world. So with the season coming to an end, we're going to continue to find XFL stuff to talk about on a weekly basis. So this show will be continuing on. But over the next several weeks, we're going to talk a little bit about all the different teams in the XFL. Unfortunately, the season, as many of you know, only made it through week five. Uh, Overall, attendance was very successful for season one. Ratings, if you look at the overall ratings, they were trending downward, but overall the ratings uh, ended up meeting the goals that the XFL had set. But we're going to talk a little bit about each individual team, and the first team I want to talk about this week is the Dallas Renegades. And of course, I'm flying solo this week. I don't have uh, Joey Sean here with me, but the Dallas Renegades was a team that was filled with high expectations um, the Renegades were hoping for some big things from their teams. Uh, the area of Dallas really pumped up and excited to have this team. And a lot of firsts for the Renegades in XFL history. Uh, they were the first team to hire their head coach and general manager. They hired former o- University of Oklahoma head coach Bob Stoops, who won a national championship while at Oklahoma. Uh, during his time in the first uh Off-season, getting prepared, he brought in some top assistant coaches like offensive coordinator Hal Mummy, and I'll tell you what, their offensive coordinator, uh, of course, later in the season, uh, he would have his leg broke on the sideline in the sideline uh, collision, and he was tough, and he kept continuing on, finished the game on a broken leg. Uh, A lot of hype, too, before the season as uh, they were able to bring in quarterback Landry Jones. He was the uh, first person to ever join the XFL, the first player. And, of course, Jones played for Bob Stoops at the University of Oklahoma. So a lot of excitement with that group being paired together. Uh, Also, they were able to draft some really good players, such as Deron Smith, Jeff Baddett, Donald Parham, and Frank Alexander. So a lot of talent was on display during training camp, and fans and experts going in this season really thought this was going to be one of the teams to beat. Uh, But through five weeks of the season, things were not quite going according to plan. Uh, The team was within contention for the playoffs uh, before the season ended after five games, but you know, we just wanted to break down some of the top storylines for this team in season one. Of course, the number one storyline had to be Bob Stoops returning to the sideline. It was a huge moment for the XFL as they hired their first head coach in the new league when they hired uh, Bob Stoops. He was the biggest name brought into the league and added a lot of great attention to the XFL. A lot of legitimacy was added when Bob Stoops joined the XFL. Uh, He built a very formidable team, like I mentioned earlier. Landry Jones, a quarterback, and then some of the other talent uh, that was added. And then, of course, Hal Mummy, the offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator Chris Woods. Uh, however, the season they started off, they were two and three when the season came to an end. The offense, which was expected to be putting some offensive shows on, 
did not perform as well as expected, especially with all the uh, speed that they had at receiver. Uh, Mummy's offensive play calling uh, was called into question as the running game wasn't really used very effectively throughout the season. Uh, the Renegades' de- defense turned out to really be the strength for the team as they were able to, to keep the team in most of their games. Uh, Stoops had a good coaching staff and uh, good players on the team, but key pieces to the receiver and play calling could not put the team over the top during that first season. And one of the main stories when you talk about the Dallas Renegades had to be the inconsistent play at quarterback. Uh, Landry Jones and former AAF player Philip Nelson uh, both started at least two games for the team. Of course, Jones injured Uh, in training camp, so he missed a lot of training camp uh, and then also missed the uh, first game of the season. Uh, You know, both quarterbacks really played the position uh, a lot differently throughout the season. Nelson was was a ball control, really safe, throwing really short passes, uh, didn't like to go down the field. Landry Jones, he was aggressive. He was going to go deep. Uh, He was going to throw the bomb. He moved the ball really good down the field, and of course the team scored more touchdowns with Jones. However, Nelson, you know, the two games he started, he really struggled to get the offense in the end zone. And, you know, a lot of it was, hey, is it play calling? Is it quarterbacks inconsistency? Uh, A lot of it just flat came down to turnovers. Landry Jones, uh, you know, he appeared a little rusty in his first two games, even though uh, they managed to get two victories with him. But then uh, in game number four, playing uh, against the Houston Roughnecks, uh, they ended up losing that game to fall to 2-2, two and two, and Jones was injured in the game and never played another down uh, during the 2020 season. But some big surprises, and one of them, Donald Parham, uh, while the receivers didn't really step it up, their star tight end stole the show in the passing game. Parham... Not only did he impress in training camp with his size, he's six foot eight. He showed he he really played great this season. Twenty four passes, three hundred and seven yards, four touchdowns in only five games. He led the teams in yards and touchdowns, and he was definitely the top target on the team. Uh, now Donald Parham has actually congratulations to him. He's been selected by the Chargers. They've they picked him up. Uh, looks like he's going to be heading to L.A. to play for the Chargers in the NFL. He was a very reliable target and uh, played really good. And it's going to be a big loss for the Renegades going into the 2021 season. Uh, one of the highlights, though, of the Renegades was the defense that really helped keep them in games. Uh, the d- defense, you know, didn't blow away with their statistics uh, they didn't rank any higher than fourth in any specific team, defensive team stat. However, fans can say the uh, defense was able to keep them in most of their games. Uh, the main problem came with the offense turning the ball over way too much and really put the defense in bad position. In three or five games, the defense allowed six points or less in the first half. Uh, every game... During this uh, 2020 season, the team was within six points of their opponents heading into the second half. Uh, Darren Smith and Josh Hopkins uh, provided really strong play in the secondary. Uh, you know, played some great shutdown coverage and big turnovers. And their linebacking core was probably one of the best in the league. 
you know, uh, Brown and Martini led the team in tackles and both were exceptional in coverage. Uh, the pass rush of the defensive line was a little inconsistent as the team was second to last in six with six sacks. But overall, you would say the defense did a good job at keeping the Renegades, and that's got to be a highlight of the team coming back in 2021. Uh, but the story of the season, you know, there was it was a tale of two teams when it came to the Dallas Renegades. Uh, the Renegades on the road looked like one of the best teams in the league. They were favored at the beginning of the season uh, to possibly win a championship. The Renegades ended up going 2-0 and on the road. However, unfortunately, only went 0-3 at home. So, you know, they went on the road. They beat L.A. and Seattle. The offense really struggled in their three home games. They weren't able to produce more than 12 points in any of those games. Uh, Landry Jones threw three interceptions in the first quarter of the other home game that was against Houston that resulted in a 27-20 loss. And that was probably one of the best XFL games of the season, uh, the battle uh, for Texas between Dallas and Houston. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, that was something that really struck them down. Uh, you will say, however, the attendance with Dallas was really good. Uh, 17,163 in attendance. So overall, it was good with that. Of course, breaking down the uh, season, uh, the first game of the year was at um, Dallas. The uh, St. Louis Battlehawks came in and won 15-9. to uh, That was without Landry Jones playing. Landry Jones came back for Week 2. The Dallas Renegades won 25-18 over the Wildcats in L.A., got the record to 1-1. One one. Uh, then Week 3, Dallas went into Seattle, uh, won that game 24-12 to to improve to 2-1. and one. Uh, Week 4, the battle for Texas, and it was a shootout. The Roughnecks uh, just happened to beat Dallas 27-20. to That was the game that Jones got hurt in, so they fell to 2-2. Two and two. Then in Week 5, Dallas just did not show up as uh, the Guardians came in and defeated the Renegades 30-12 uh, to 12 to force to push uh, Dallas to 2-3 and three on the season. Uh, so, you know, cons- inconsistency, if you look at the passing statistics, Landry Jones completed 70% of his uh, passes, uh, 784 yards in about two and a half games, five touchdowns, but the big thing, seven interceptions, only had a 77.2 quarterback ranking. Uh, Philip Nelson, who filled in uh, whenever Jones was out, had 66% completion percentage, uh, 439 yards in that two and a half games, uh, three interceptions, no touchdowns. So if you really break down the Renegades, five touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, some of the uh, worst statistics of any uh, quarterback group in the XFL. And that's not what was expected, especially having the former NFL player Landry Jones, who was the number one pick in the league uh, coming in at quarterback. Uh, rushing, some good rushing statistics, uh, but it just appeared they just didn't get enough carries. Uh, Cameras Artist Payne was a very bright spot for the Renegades, rushing the ball, 47 carries, 241 yards, average five yards per carry, two touchdowns. Lance Dunbar had 30 carries, 146 yards, 4.9 average, one touchdown. So if you put both of them together, they were averaging almost five yards per carry. And that was some of the frustration with Dallas fans was, you know, all this aerial attack uh, that Hal Bami was calling 
but not they had a great running game. Just run the ball, run the ball. Don't try to force it down the field so much. And uh, but you know they got a couple good players coming back. Really good running game. Uh, receiving Donald Parham led the team as I mentioned earlier. Twenty four catches, three hundred seven yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he was the big highlight uh, of the receiving group. Uh, Flynn Nagel had twenty six catches, two hundred seventeen yards, and a touchdown. Uh, they were the top two receivers. Uh, but Donald Parham, he's going to be a big loss losing him to the Chargers. Um, their tacklers, top five tacklers, they had Brown with 28 tackles, Martini with 28, top sacks. Uh, not a lot of pressure that they were able to get on the quarterback uh, throughout the year when it came to getting sacks. Uh, they ended up having five play or six players with one sack apiece. So like I mentioned earlier, finished second to last when it came to sacks. Uh you know, special teams, uh, Austin McGinnis, uh, he actually ended up leading the team with 10 field goals made, but also led the entire XFL with 10 field goals. He was 10 out of 10 on the season. So great great year for him. A uh, good punting game with uh, Drew Gallitz, who averaged 43.1 yards uh, per kick. But... You know, when you really break it down, the season turnovers really hurt them. They were tied for second in the West, uh, two and three behind the five and zero uh, Houston Roughnecks. Uh, but of course, they've lost Donald Parham now to the Chargers. Also, uh, Christian Kuntz, uh to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have really been picking up a lot of XFL players and giving a lot of guys some good opportunities. But, uh, you know, breaking down the season overall, the the Renegades, a season filled with high expectations, didn't quite meet those expectations. Um, And a lot of it, I think, came down to the turnovers from the quarterback position. However, Landry Jones has some talent. Uh, Hopefully he recovers from his injury. He just... You know, not having that time in training camp, you could see he had some rust on him. But even with his rust, he was still throwing for close to 300 yards per game. So some good highlights, good fan group. This is definitely a team the XFL should stick with. Uh, Dallas, their fans came out in droves and did a great job. Uh, They're still going to be a tough team to beat, but they're going to need more consistent quarterback in 2021. Uh, overall, too, I would say the Renegades uniforms, I thought they were pretty sharp uniforms, one of the better uniforms in the league. Uh, so they did a great job there. But overall, the organization, Bob Stoops did a great job uh, with that team, with that organization. Having someone like Bob Stoops, if he can continue uh, to be coach uh, for the Renegades in 2021, I think uh, he can continue to grow that organization. So a lot of highlights a lot of lowlights, but overall, not a bad first XFL season. They were second. Uh, unfortunately, we'll never know how the second half of the season was going to go. So, guys, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and joining me uh, as we broke down the Dallas Renegades uh, 2020 season. Look forward to seeing what they're going to do in 2021. And uh, I just want to say to all the XFL fans out there like myself, you know, I know it stinks what happened, uh, but had some great memories, really happy with what the league did in season one. 
But right now, I know we all would love to be watching the XFL on Saturdays and Sundays. But right now, just focus on uh, taking care of yourself, taking care of your families, have everyone get better. Uh, We'll have more games to watch in 2021. But from the loose cannon, David McBee, I'll be back next week. And next week, we're going to break down the Los Angeles Wildcats, their 2020 season, uh, very similar to the Dallas Renegades season, kind of up and down. But it seemed like where the Renegades were starting to go down at the end of uh, the season, the Wildcats were just starting to pick up some steam. And, of course, they had some points like Norm Chow going head-to-head uh, with his starting quarterback, so so some uh uh, pretty exciting things. Winston Moss cleaning house after week one. Uh, who could forget the tumultuous season one for the L.A. team? But we'll be back next week. Uh, make sure if this is your first time listening, leave us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. Uh, also, be sure to check out on Facebook the uh, sports page, the Twin Lakes Sports Network. We always share everything, go back and listen to some of our archives. Appreciate all the support for the season. But, hey, this week, guys, go out and take care of yourself and take care of your families, and you be safe from all of us here at This Is The XFL.